listening to Coffee and Deadlifts equals a great day with Louisa Collin from Metwell Fitness. Hi, I'm Colin. Hi, I'm Louise. Hi, I'm Leona. And this is Coffee and Deadlifts. And we have Leona coming in today um, to tell us what she does, basically. Okay, so basically I'm a psychotherapist. My company is Two Live Psychotherapy. Um, I'm an integrative therapist and I've been in business just over a year on my own and then I suppose with clinical practice I've been practicing psychotherapy for three years. Prior, prior to that um, I was a social care worker and rehabilitation assist, uh, assistant um, so always working with people. Okay. A lot of one-to-one -one stuff and um, support um, and just managing back-to-life skills. Okay, yeah. the most important question is how does that make you feel? Well, about this, yeah. <laughs> I feel quite anxious being put on the spot like that. Just yeah. like this is how my clients feel, I suppose. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So I'm going to integrate this experience. And go, oh, this is what it's like for you yeah. coming into this. This is what it's like. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no need to be like, okay, stop being a crybaby. Yeah. <laughs> it's today is not our cry day. <laughs> today, Saturday is a good day. Saturday is a smile day. Yeah. It's not a crybaby day. Yeah. yeah. Still no makeup, just in case. Um, why yeah. do you like working with people? Um, I suppose I got into it originally. You know, everybody talks about therapists as if like they're they know everything about mental health and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Generally, why people go into therapy and this is being really honest is because they've got their own stuff to do with. Mm -hmm. You know, you'll have a very long life story before you hit college and stuff like that. You'll have a lot of trauma and um, basic growing up stuff, stuff with adolescence yourself. So like I wanted to figure out my own stuff. Okay. And then I was like, oh, I think other people could benefit from this. Yeah. Um, so there is that, there's the personal development element of it that I would have seen, and then, you know, building resilience, working with your own anxiety, mm -hmm. you know, downtimes, uptimes, family relationships, friendships, all of those yeah. kind of things. Those are the things that people get upset about, and this is where your mental health can go down. Okay. Um, so that's kind of what I got, why I got into it. Just kind of similar with myself, for I got into originally exercise to, to lose weight and to figure out why I you know, needed exercise, why I didn't like exercise, why I was uncomfortable with it, um, and then why I came to even my diet as well, what mm -hmm. I wanted to change too. So you're, you're kind of doing your own self journey, and yeah. by learning your own journey, then you're helping someone else. Yeah. So there's a lot of overlaps yeah. in a way, because you're dealing with people, we're dealing with people. Yeah. Um, and we're dealing with people's problems a lot of times, so that's why we a lot of time go, Leona, we need you, yeah. please help us with these people. Yeah, and that's um, why I'm sending them right back over, the ones that I'm dealing with. It's like, this person really needs you know, a little bit of your enthusiasm and motivation. Mm -hmm. um, and as well as that, a lot of confidence comes out of what you guys do, and like that's what we're all doing. I think you know, building self esteem, building mm -hmm. confidence in people, you know, helping them develop as people. Um, because they may not have had the best start or they may have been knocked in relationships and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And we were speaking before about the importance of relationship in my job, yeah. which would be all about, you know, you have to get on with your clients, you have to like your client. And for anybody out there looking for a therapist, it is really important that there's a good fit. You know, mm -hmm. same with you guys, it's like, I'm sure somebody comes in for an assessment here, it's like, I think you'd work really well with Colin, or no, you would work really well with Louise. Same with a the therapist, if you don't get on with your therapist, you know, that therapist should refer you or give you options to go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. It's really important. Because uh, it's such a sensitive topic when you're talking to people when it comes to mental health and you know obviously there's confidential issues surrounding it as well but is there scenarios that you found exercise to be beneficial to people? Absolutely because there's so many there's so many areas of overlap I think between ourselves and um, people will come in to me and they might be coming in with body image that would be straight to gym work I'd be like you know there's two PTs down there you know they're very good they work on body image but even the less likely associations that people would have um, where they may not understand about the gym and stuff like that, you know. So if you're going into a gym and doing how many repetitions, and you start to be able, you can do that. You're mm -hmm. building resilience, and then you're if you integrate it 
I suppose the integrative experience would be if I can do it in this scenario, whatever they're doing with me, or if they can do it in that scenario with you, mm -hmm. then they can integrate that into their larger life. So if mm -hmm. I can do a relationship with my PT, I can do a relationship with a person. You yeah. know, if it's a person with very high anxiety or social anxiety, yeah. they start to learn how to relate to another human being, and then that can map out into the rest of their life. So that's what some of those okay. similarities, you know, it's just building that resilience, getting used to having that one-to-one -one relationship, mm -hmm. whereas like a lot of people that I think we would work with, you know, they may not have that social experience. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so with like a lot of a lot of people maybe in, in, in the minor works that you do, they mostly focus on the, the mental health side, but the physical health side of it you're definitely advocating that. Oh definitely. It we, makes a difference. Yeah. Yeah. I would advocate, you know, because I'm not a psychiatrist so I don't prescribe drugs, but I have worked closely with GPs about medications and mm -hmm. like that I'm open to clients being on medication, some therapists aren't as open. But as well as that the stuff that I would prescribe, you know, would be exercise, would be health, would be like, you know, getting out, getting to a gym, you know, mm -hmm. it's also about a little bit of discipline with going to the gym and the fact that that can build the self-esteem as well as like, you know, I can get to the gym, I can do this, it's starting to put structure on people's lives mm -hmm. and I know the way you guys do it with PT, you know, there's the accountability that comes into every session. Okay. It's like, I need you to come back this week, it's the same with me, it's about commitment. Yeah. So it's all about those kind of things. You know, sometimes clients will come in and I'd say like, did you get out for a walk with your dog or did you get to the gym to talk to Colin or Louise or whatever? Mm -hmm. And uh, it's like, yeah, no, I didn't, I wasn't able to this week, so... What was that about for you? Why didn't you make that step? Or how did how could you make it next week? Because mm -hmm. it's never about judgment or shame or guilt. Absolutely. It's like, you know, why didn't you do it? It's more like, what came up for you that time? Yeah. How can we do this a bit better? What supports you do you need? Yeah. Can you ask Colin or sorry, Louise? Colin or Louise? Yeah, that's okay. So yeah, can you get support? And what's it like asking for support? So you know the levels yeah. that you go through, even with just a simple question, how come you didn't get to gym this week? It's all about, you know, them figuring it out and if they figure it out then how can I do it differently? Okay, so once they know that map and they can figure it out for themselves, it means that they're gonna get stronger at it. Yeah. So like you're talking about everything from building trust, building communication skills, um, helping them to be able to develop relationships, um, and to, to allow them to feel more comfortable in themselves that they can actually rely on the people around them. Mm. Which is very difficult for someone who suffers with anxiety. Mm. It's not something they feel that they can do. Yeah. You know, so it it's a sensitive topic really and because we're we're trainers, we're not in your line of work, we have to refer to you. Mm. So it'll go so far and someone might mention about you know, even when it comes to um uh, self harm, you know, we've we've had to deal with that but then we'll still say, Okay, yeah. You're the person who they need to talk to at the end of the day. Okay. There's only so much our field of expertise actually can bring us to. Yeah. You know. But even like I suppose coming into a gym with self harm, you know, because you feel half scarring, no matter mm -hmm. where it is, and I suppose the kind of gym wear that you wear, like you know, it's, when you start getting fitter and you get more positive, it's like then you start to see this. Oh no, what these marks. Yeah. And it's how to accept yourself. Mm -hmm. But whether it's self harm or not, or it's other things about you know just body appearance and just like self acceptance. Yeah. You know there could be there's a huge overlap with that. Mm -hmm. You know it's always and I would see that a lot with anybody who's come between us. Yeah. Um, you know referral ways or if I'm sending it's just, it's always built on that. But would you find that a lot of people would use their bodies um you know when it's around exercise and so on as a way to deal with like control in their lives. So if they control their body, they control their diet, they control their lives, even though that's not actually the case. Yeah, there's the old, uh, old adage, I suppose, that control is a, an illusion, and as well as that, what are we using our bodies for if that's the only thing we can control? Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, if life is going out of control, I'd have a couple of clients, and they go really gung-ho for gym. Okay. Um, and it's like, I'll do six days a week, and I'll do, you know, all of this, and I'll do leg day, and, blah, 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 blah. and I don't understand everything about the gym, but I can see that they're going 
you know, they're going to try and do this six days a week and it's too much, it's not sustainable. And everything is about sustainability, you know, it's like, well, is that a realistic expectation yourself? You're setting yourself up for fail. Would you guys see that the same way people get too into it and it's like... Oh, Absolutely, yeah, you can see who's going to last a month or who's going to last, you know, for a lifetime. Yeah, go into distance and really make a change. Yeah, make a change, yeah. yeah. Because, like, yeah. To, to throw themselves in too far, Yeah. straight away, two feet in. Yeah, and I can see that, especially with some people going to the gym, this is actually over at home. Um, where I'm working with clients as well, um, but I would see I have one client and like it, it'll be all or nothing. It's mm -hmm. like I'll do my diet, I'll do the gym, I'll schedule my work hours, and then everything is going great for a couple of weeks, and the next thing it all just goes. Go. Yes. Yeah. It's like come on, let's learn from this. What happened? Yeah. It's like you know you can see the belt uh, kind of a curve. It's like do really mm -hmm. well, really well, and it's just mm -hmm. you're drop the wagon. Mm -hmm. So like that's why I like working with you guys because it's like I know you're there to say. Let's be realistic about this. You know, three sessions a week is as, as much as you need right now. Absolutely. Whatever. And then like whatever else you put in into your programs. And I think mm -hmm. that's very beneficial, mm -hmm. you know, for clients because especially when they're very vulnerable, like if they're coming to me, they're vulnerable. Absolutely. They need that little bit of attention from everybody else. Mm -hmm. They need a team. It's a team. Support. It's a team effort. I think that's yeah. what's great because we can work with you and it's and it's literally a team support that they need. Mm. Do you know? So it, it it can sometimes even be and especially if they're comfortable with us, they can be like, Oh, we were down with Leona and they might mention one or two things and they start to build that trust and they know that they have a good support network around them and that's what most people actually need, it's just a good support network. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people would be lacking. They don't really realise it. When I was coming in the car and I was thinking about doing this today, I was like, you know, what people have in their lives, whether mm -hmm. they're you know, I would see a good bit of loneliness and isolation. But that would be people who are in relationship, but it's just lonely in their in their own soul. I Absolutely. Um, so it's all about how to ask for help and how to get support. Yeah. How to actually receive support. Mm -hmm. You know, because a lot of people don't know how to do that. You know, it's very much. I suppose society has gone very like we have to do everything on our own. We have to very be independent. Yeah. It's very. Yeah, and like when you start coming to like the likes of me or the likes of you, it's like nobody. We're not. We're not solos. You mm -hmm. know, we have to have community. That's how we're rare. You know, mm -hmm. we're herbal. Kind of, Herbal. Yeah, herbal. Yeah, herbal. 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 For instance, there's someone that springs to mind initially, their, their back was an issue, um, previous injury, petrified of picking up a kettlebell again, and they've built themselves up now to actually lift a 16kg kettlebell. And initially, just the idea of touching one brought tears to their eyes, because yeah. they're scared. So anxiety. it took three to four weeks to just build them to that point, seeing them three times a week, and checking in with them, and just saying, it's okay, you have this. And you know, a big thing that we use as a phrase is like, you got this. You know, making yeah. sure that they are okay and they're safe. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people will exercise, they'll actually, the, their posture, because they're so nervous, will cause them injury. So by calming them down and giving them a sense of a support network makes a difference. But then they rise above that and they go, okay, I've accomplished that. And now it's the next goal and the next goal. Mm. So exercise allows for that resilience to be built. Mm, absolutely. But from the people that you've seen exercising, as well as going to you, do you see a benefit in them quicker? Does it affect their progress at all? You know? I think it would. I think it definitely does. Because even though, what I would see sometimes, and it's basically what you said there, it's like giving them the, the what's the word? The ability to try, to have a go. Yeah. Like a lot of people don't have that. It's not something that's instilled in them. Like, you know, I suppose, 
this is not millennials, but or any generation, but I swear parents would have done everything for the child. You know, and the mm -hmm. right through into adulthood, it's like, well, you know, I had a client once and he, he was getting into cycling and he was approaching 30 ish, but he never changed a, a, a tire on his bike. And I was like, why? He's like, what's your dad always did for me? And I was like, would you not try it? And I was like, no, I need somebody to show me. So it's even that ability to just, this is how you have a goal. Mm. This is just, just have a look at it, see what you can figure out about mm. it, and give them somebody the space to learn themselves. Yeah. You know, so I'd have a good bit of that. It sounds, it sounds similar to like, you know, just look at it. We're not, there's no rush on this. Mm -hmm. um, how, how, do you, how do you feel about it? Yeah, pretty yeah. much how do yeah. you feel about yeah. it? That's our phrase for today. How yeah. do you feel? How does that make you feel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I love kettlebells. No, I hate them. Oh, they give me anxiety. Um, kettlebells yeah. give me anxiety. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That'd be a good slogan. Yeah, it's going to be anxiety. It's going to be on my business card now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, no, but I, I just love the way you help people or deal with people and the fact that you are... To see if it makes sense, you take the stigma away from what your job title is. So, and I think we do the same here. Yeah. So, the typical, you know, we're personal trainers and look at how much we can lift and look at our muscles. It's yeah, not, yeah. it's like we know how it feels, we've yeah. been there ourselves, we're still in that yeah. ourselves, still trying to mind our weight and have a good lifestyle. And we understand how that challenge is for you to also make time for your family and also make time for your gym. Yeah. So, you know, we understand that. Whereas some gyms would be, okay, let's pack on a load of muscle, you have to be here six days a week, and if you're sick tired I don't care get in here yeah you know we're, we're not we're like maybe you need a rest day yeah need a cake yeah maybe you need to chill out a little bit yeah. you know um, and I think your your approach with people is a lot it's it would just be, different yeah. it's different to what I've seen before which is fantastic yeah. we would be similar I think you know I was coming in again today and I was like oh should I be quoting statistics and all this and I was like I don't work with statistics like mm -hmm. you do psychology and it's a lot all stats I remember for like mm -hmm. the three years studying I was like Jeez. yeah um I'm not great with maths and I was like oh like will I look more professional if I start quoting stats and I was like yeah, I don't yeah. work with stats I work with one person at a time that's yeah. why I love my work like yeah. it, um, it is all about the individual and I think you guys bring in the same ethos as me and that's why we click very well mm -hmm. because it's just that one person in front of you and it's really um, it gives you a lot of humility because I had a client the other day and she had some some awful stuff going on could help her but um, when I she was like but I think I've got this on the way out and I was like but I was driving home in the car wow. and not that I was bringing my home work home with me I was like the resilience of people mm -hmm. and what people overcome and what people share with you you know whether it's with me in a one-to-one -one session or with you guys it's like what we're going through you know it's just people are fantastic and like yeah. there's the uniqueness of an individual mm -hmm. and how special they are and the work that they can do and the things that they can get through or process or experience in their lifetimes like yeah. that's that's what I like to work yeah. with and I'm sure you guys are saying, you know, you see them developing and it's like, you know, I remember you said to me, Colin, once it was like, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing it, you know, they're doing all the work and I'd be doing the same thing, but like what, you, what we facilitate, I suppose, to help a person, a person on their own journey, that's, that's why I do the work anyway. I yeah. think that's why you guys are in it as yeah. well. Yeah, and there's so much, I don't know, reward really from mm. seeing someone drive mm. and seeing when you meet someone and you see the potential that's in that person yeah. and what they could be and it's only two or three steps forward that they need to take. Yeah. It really is, nine times out of ten, it's only a small little step forward yeah. that they have to do and when they do it they just flourish. And it's just yeah, they really do blossom, thing. it's like, you know, mm. they come back in and it's like really excited about what they're doing now as opposed to when they came in first with me, it's just like, and the head is down and the body language is just really oppressive yeah. and they're like you know they're nearly hiding in the corner whereas like you know a couple of sessions in just through pure listening and you know a lot of uh, positive regard for them and just really genuine feeling for the person yeah and then they see somebody cares about me 
there's a lot of people walking around and they just don't think that someone actually cares for them. Yeah. And they could have a, a, a ton of people saying, yeah. I love you, I love you, I love you, but they don't feel it. Yeah, it's not in the felt sense of it. Yeah. yeah, so it's important for people actually to know someone even outside of their family or friend circle actually cares about yeah. their progress yeah. and they want to see a change. Like I do believe that you can change your mind if you change your body mm. and I do think that you can do the opposite mm. as well change your body you know you can change your mind and yeah. vice versa yeah. um, I do think that works and a big part of it I think every gym should have someone like you to liaise with Similar. I think so too. <laughs> I, I like, Hello, she's fantastic. Um, but I really, really do because you're not going to get the progress for people um, to the point that they need because it's a mind shift that they yeah. need. It's, it's the integration of the two things, you know, it's mm -hmm. definitely, but as you're saying, like, you know, it's, you know, what I'd be working on would be cognition and, you know, the felt sense. It's like mm -hmm. once you experience something, you cannot forget that, you know. Some people would say to me, it's like, I don't want to go back to where I was. And I'm like, in a way you never can because you can't unlearn something, you can't unexperience something like, unless sure. you've got some terrible bang on the head or something like that. <laughs> but um, generally it's there so it's just the integration of it, like changing the mindset and changing the body, they're very closely linked. You know, what I would see with emotion, it can be anywhere in the body, it's like where do you feel anxiety, is it here, yeah. is it your belly, do your legs get tingly? Yeah. It's like once you know all those triggers and those signals, that's what you listen to, it's like, okay, so I'm feeling anxious, mm -hmm. what, I, what can I do about it? That's okay. So then it's breathe or something like that. Yeah. And I suppose like with exercise, what I would see a good bit is like, you know, you have to breathe between repetitions and stuff. You have to learn to breathe. You have to. And as a therapist, you have to learn to breathe as well, because yeah. like, how do I settle myself? You know, if a client is in a place of high anxiety, your anxiety goes up naturally. Mm -hmm. That's human response. So how do I regulate? I'm regulating myself. I'm not going to regulate for the client to give them a hand with this. Yeah. You know, so you guys are kind of doing the same things. Absolutely. Yeah. You can't get involved in their storm, essentially, because yeah. you're not helpful to someone if you're in the midst of this. Mm. Um, if they're getting really angry because they can't do something and you get really angry with them, I'm sure that doesn't work. No, like, it doesn't work. <laughs> that's when you throw weights at each other and that's wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the anxiety about the kettlebells. So yeah. That's, <laughs> where, it that's, where, it that's where it comes out. Absolutely. <laughs> And um, like Colin, you'd see a lot of people who won't have the ability to be able to breathe even. Yeah. So what do you do with them? Just, I'd say it's very similar to stuff, step by step. Mm. So if you can start by just taking that breath in and then exhaling on the way up or whatever it is, mm. you know. So like my goal is not to change the whole exercise in one go, it's yeah. break it down. Yeah. You know, could take three weeks to break down one exercise. Yeah. But just every step of the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, do it. Just it's always making it smaller and just more manageable. It's okay, so like this is really baby steps. We're all doing that, I think, with when we're working with people. Absolutely. Because you know, and people come in and they're like, I should know how to do this. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm yeah. forty, I'm thirty four, I'm whatever mm. age. And it's like how would you know how to do this? Nobody showed you. Yeah. yeah. No. I did a woman during the week and she was doing it. She kept giving out to herself about her balance. She was like, why is my balance good? This is really bad. And she was there, single leg. And I said, because you're standing on one leg with a weight in your hand, so it's going to be hard. It's, you know, in my yeah. head, I'm thinking, this, of course it's going to be difficult. Mm. Um, but we just took it step by step. And I was like, okay, start with the leg. Go next, pick up the weight, you know, and hold on to a barb instead. Mm. People are always like, I should be perfect at this. Mm. I don't know why people have that... Uh, attitude of I need to come in fit yeah you know would you have people coming into you being like I need to be well yeah. why am I not already well okay yeah. I'm almost sitting there going there's something wrong with me yeah it's a huge judgment that people are coming in it's like you know everybody else is doing this you know the comparisons mm -hmm. it's like you know my friend can do this but or you know I see the girl at work she can do this you know she's really fit and uh, I'm trying I'm going to the gym or I'm going out walking and it's not happening for me or mm -hmm. you know what my kind of thing is like how come I haven't got confidence you know uh, there's no reason I shouldn't have I had a really good upbringing and all of this, I'd have all the sports, and then they're judging themselves. Yeah, like, yeah. High, the highest standards, it's like, that's an unreachable goal there. Mm -hmm. And you know, who's setting the standards? Does that come from your background, or is it your own un unmanageable expectation?
So I suppose in a way, helping people then, you know, empower themselves to mm. be able to be let's, I'd say less judgmental. Yeah. And be kinder to themselves. Yeah. There's an awful lot of gratitude work with what I do. Is it's like look at what you had achievement in. You know, and um, sometimes come in, and it would be an early session, say nine o'clock, and they'll have been up since half six. You know, like us, we're all up working early. We've other stuff to do mm-hmm. in our lives, um, but it's like they've already had a full day, yeah. and they're coming in and going. I'm broken, I can't do this. I'm like, let's see, what have you done already today? And they list out like a lot of stuff that mm-hmm. they've done from six till nine, mm-hmm. you know, and got there, got up, got dressed, got kids to school, you know, got yeah. partner off to school to, school to work, yeah. um, or whatever it is that they've done. And I was like, this is all you've achieved already. It's not even nine o'clock. So yeah. let's have a look at that. Yeah. Why are you coming in and saying that you can't do anything else then, you know? And mm-hmm. um, the fact that some of my clients, you know, do not want to get out of bed, the fact that they can come into me, that's an achievement. It's and a it's huge just, achievement. It is a huge achievement. And like people don't realize what they're doing. Like, you know, when really severe depression, it's like if they can get up and come in the door, you know, that's as much as they can do for that day. The same as if they can get up and come into the gym, you know, and be seen by other people. Being seen by other people can be very difficult for Absolutely, people. Absolutely, yeah. And mm. um, we find that, like, say people are doing like a one-to-one with us, personal training-wise, um, and, you know, they have us by their side, so mm. they have someone to guide them through the exercises. Mm. But then when eventually they start to maybe come in, you know, on their own terms and we give them programs to do and um, we see with some people now where they're even they know the exercises so they'll pick and choose the yeah. exercises on the day so it, it's it's amazing to watch someone on that journey yeah and then when it gets to the point where they're coming into the gym they're training themselves mm. they're doing their thing and off they go yeah. some people will arrive into the gym and they'll already know what to do yeah others won't so they have to be taught yeah but nobody should arrive in expecting to know every single thing straight away it's no. not possible no you know but it's good if they have someone like you to be able to guide them with that yeah. as well Oh no, it's great. Just when you're saying that, like I'm re- reminded of a couple of clients who started with me lately, and um, they're just fantastic. Like one one guy came in and he was like, I don't know why I'm here. Like I've just told to come here, and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's all right. You're here. Uh, so what you need to do? And uh, he was for a lot a lot of anger. And he was like, I don't think this is gonna work. And at the end of the mm-hmm. session, he was like, basically, what was this for? And I was like, did you? What did you get out of it? Yeah. So he named off a couple of things. But he came, and uh, I was thinking to myself, I was like, oh, this is not a good match. As I mm-hmm. said, you know, maybe I'm not the therapist for him. Mm-hmm. Who would work well with him? And I was already kind of going to that place. Went to my supervisor, and I was kind of saying this. I was like, I don't know if we're a good fit. Um, came back then the next day, had the next appointment, and he was like, I thought about what you said, and I discussed it with my partner, and then she said a couple of things, and then he just absolutely blossomed right in front of me he was like and I made these connections and all this so a couple of sessions started going really really well I was wow. like okay whoa will you want to pull back yeah um and now he's orchestrating the sessions himself he's making the links where like you know I'm following his train of mm-hmm. thought and he's making the links nearly before I am mm-hmm. so he's really doing well he's like he's he's like I'm getting a lot out of this now I really enjoy coming in it's nice to have somebody to soundboard off Amazing. um and I like the way that you can step back it's like see the wood for the trees mm-hmm. um and he's like I like that you come in with your things, I can go with them or not, I can, we can disagree, because you know, you do have to, dis- like, that's why the relationship is so important with therapy, because you're going to disagree with your therapist, you know, and Absolutely. your therapist is going to be poking at you going, uh, is it really like that? Yeah. What else can we do here? Let's look at it from a different angle, you know, mm-hmm. so the relationship has to be strong, because if that trust isn't there, you know, it's like, you get the hump, you, a client or a therapist can get the hump, and it's just like, Absolutely. how do you get over this? This is part of the relationship, there's ruptures, there's loss, yeah. everything happens within the therapy session, yeah. so, but he's just, this guy now, he's just absolutely thriving. Like he's nice. he's going to finish up soon, you know, nobody stays in therapy forever. And I think that's like, a really cool point as well. You're not like, okay, let's keep you forever. No. You know what I mean? You want to see people thrive. You yeah. want to see them actually 
do well and then essentially not need you anymore. Yeah. We have that same attitude with training. Yeah, you're always doing yourself a business like. Yeah, yeah, you kinda are. You're saying, okay, you're good now. Yeah. You know, yeah. it could be listen, there's a gym here for you to come and train and just do that as opposed to being a one to one or being in a class with us. Yeah. But it's to get them to the point of feeling so confident in themselves. Yeah. That's the idea. Yeah. No, it is fantastic. It's always to do it's it's very hard actually because you know, I would know a lot of stuff about clients and probably you guys as well. Mm-hmm. That like, you know, their their parents won't know it, their partner won't know it. You, know, you know them yeah. quite quite well, and then you see them go off into the world and they they thrive. But what what is a lovely thing when they finish up is you do an ending session, and it's like you know you respect and honor all the work they've done together. And I will mm-hmm. tell clients what I've learned from them because you I would always be learning from clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as well as that, what is a really nice thing is like if you ever need me, I will be here. My door will always be open. So like That's you know, I've had a couple of clients who come back after a year or two. It's like something else has happened. Something has happened in mm-hmm. their life, or it's like. I'm in a different life stage now and I want to look at that. I'm, go- I'm looking at that differently. Very can nice. I have a couple of sessions with you? We'll figure that out. And then off they go again. But it's lovely to see people that can come back. Mm-hmm. You know, and I do say to people, try another therapist. They may have another taken it. And they're like, nah, I'll come back to you. That's, yeah. that's really lovely. I just, I find it fascinating that there is such a crossover between personal trainer and then therapist as well. Mm. You know, and still being respectful to what you'd do and the, the knowledge of that you'd have when it comes to people as well, which is really important. Um, okay, I think that's pretty good. I think we'll wrap it up there, if that's okay. Yeah, it is. Um, so thank you so much for coming in. No yeah. problem. Any questions? You know where I am. Yeah, <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah. Where can we find you? Uh, I work out in three places. So I work in Tullamore, um, in the Market Square. I work over in Monksland, in Athlone. And I work in Mullingar, um, Austin Friar Street. Perfect. And you're on Facebook? On Facebook, I have my webpage. Uh, I don't do Instagram yet. Yes. The marketing girl is on to me about that. <laughs> <laughs> She's very good. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so that's right. Yeah, perfect. Thanks. Thank, Thank you, you guys. Thanks so much for coming in. No problem. Excellent. You're listening to Coffee and Deadlift Equals a Great Day with Louise and Colin from Net12 Fitness.